Hey guys, what's up everybody? Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya. I'm your host and tonight's guest is with me again. He is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal producer. He produces Superman Productions. Well, he's a producer and creator, excuse me, of, of Superman Productions. And his first original show idea, Deaf Comedy Jam, was inspired by his own hearing loss and offers a show that unites both the hearing and the non-hearing communities. Please welcome tonight's guest, Dante Barnett, better known as Soupman. Hey, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, if you can't tell, I, I moved the wrong way, but we're in Portland right now. Oh, my we're, God. Yeah, I'm not even in Seattle. We're, wow. we're doing the Northwest Black Comedy Festival, but I wanted to come on and talk with you. I respect your work. I respect what you're doing. And definitely uh, love working with you. So I wanted to have a little chat about some of the things we've been doing out here. Awesome. Yeah. What is going on in Portland right now? I didn't even know about this. What's going every, on? Every year, uh, Dirty Angel Entertainment does the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. This mm -hmm. is their fifth year. Um, I was in it their third year and last year. Um, it's, you know, it's building. Last year, we had 75 people here and one of the biggest events I think we've had. And this year we're down about 25 because it's COVID, but it's being uh, streamed internationally mm -hmm. through the Indie Media Channel. It's an mm -hmm. app you can get. Okay. And uh, we're doing our best to support black comedy. It's a black, awesome. black and creators like yourself, you know what I mean? We're trying, you know, uh, since the pandemic, I'm sure you know this, uh, we've had to become very creative. Yeah. Very creative. yeah. Right. And so, so, uh, you know, I try to support when everybody does anything, even if it's small, because I'm, it, it won't work if we don't support each other. Right. No. So, uh, that's awesome that you're out there and are you going out? You're performing tonight. Yeah, oh, I definitely wow. am. That's awesome. How, how long a set you get? Well, I got two things. Uh, we got a podcast called four black dads. Oh, really? It's four black dads. So it's four black dads and yeah. it's four Black dads, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> How cool is that? Get out. Uh, and it's yeah, it's a double entendre there. You see I what did, we did there? Yeah, yeah. And then we're also uh doing the uh Dirty Angel All Stars tonight, which is oh. their all star lineup. Um, and I've been asked to host it. Um Dirty Angel's kind of like my big company, my okay. big brother, my mentor. Uh -huh. You'll see the dirty suit logo on stuff sometimes. That means okay. we're partnering together. And okay. so to be asked to host their show is kind of um amazing not just amazing but it's 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 unreal wait when so they it's, a, it's a pleasure it's a it's a full circle um i guess you could say like concept you know just two years ago okay. i hadn't even really started suit man um i came back and did my first black comedy show because i was inspired of being here i was like fuck that we need one of those in seattle right right and right. so now i'm hosting you know the 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 lineup of their All Star show, and I headlined their Young Guns showcase. So I was the headliner, of like the young guys, the new comedians group. So it's a uh, it's been a it's been a journey, and this is just part of the matriculation, if you know what I mean. That's amazing. That is amazing. And how and how did you end up out there? How did you hear about uh, it? I'm in Seattle, Washington, mm -hmm. and so uh, one of the things I try to tell everybody is when you're doing comedy, you need to get out and test yourself, right? You need to get out of your regular environment. Absolutely. You need to do whatever you can to get out there, right? Yep. And so a lot of people don't always get that, and they're stuck in you know doing the same old thing. And so I decided to go down to Portland one time, mm -hmm. and he saw me, and he was like, hey, man, 
next month I'm doing the Portland, I'm doing the comedy festival. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you want to come? And I was like, sure. And I did two, two sets the first night I came and did five the first one and did okay. And my buddy came back and he got 10 on another show. And you know how is it is as a comic? You get jealous. It's like, well, if he got 10 minutes, I need 10 minutes, right? right. Yeah, I need, I need to get more time. And I went to the guy running the show and said, can I get some time? And he looked at me and said, I don't know, you're new. I was like, well, I'll take five. I'll take what, you know, I'll take two minutes. I'll take whatever. I'll give you five. And right. I killed that five and came off the stage. And he was like, if I'd have known you were funny, I'd have gave you more time. And wow. I was like, nah, that's a good enough compliment for me. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all the comic wants, right? Yeah. Well, and the funny part is, is I had the total opposite end of the um, experience, end of the spectrum experience. The next two days later, I came back because I did so well. They're like, well, if you want to come back again, let us know. So I came back that Sunday and a local guy from my area was doing his drunk and high show where you do a set and then you go get drunk or high and come back and do some more. Really? I did my set and a whole bunch of church folks decided to show up on Sunday. No. And I say a lot of F-bombs. I know, I know. You know what I mean? And so you know, they looked at me like, that was very unsavory, young man. You're better than that, right? And so we went out and got drunk and came back in. Uh-huh. And I took the house off. I was hammered and went oh off talking trash. God, I said no. it's the ebb and flow because I didn't bomb bomb, but they just kind of were silent. It's and a different crowd. Back. Yeah, and won them back after I got drinking. It was the same crowd, but okay. just my material was successful. Yeah, you and figured. So, you know what I mean? I've done the whole gambit with these guys. I've I've yeah. opened, I headlined a showcase, I'm hosting a showcase. So they you knew how to bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before where, where you have uh, you go do a show one night and it's like 21-year-olds, so they like all the improv. They like whatever it is you're bringing. And then you go to like a re- group that's highly religious, and it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to switch up some words here. <laughs> but I know. Did he say damn? Like, did he say damn? I know. Oh, well, I'm trying to actually think of Christian comedy in case I get caught out there again. Because there is, I mean, that is a market. And and my thing is this, I know comics thing is like, I should be able to say what I want, when I want, and I'm not editing nothing. I get that. I totally respect that. I get it. But for me, I'm like, I ain't trying to make nobody pissed off right away. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. So everybody has a different motive. I only do comedy so I can get to late night TV, honestly. Other people do it because they really love the art form of getting on stage and making a creative way out of saying what you observe. You know what I'm saying? And I, I enjoy that too. Like it's a it's like a thing for me too, but not quite as much as like a Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? He really goes up there because he just freaking enjoys it. Me, I want to get to that so I can interview anybody I want on my couch. That's really which is a little bit pinch of a different and motive. I do it. I do it so I can give everybody stage time and find all these creative ways to create things and inspire yeah. people. So you are I'm the funny, man. but that's not really my my lane. Well, I think it's your lane, but you, you're, what I like about you is Superman Productions. Um, you are amazing entertainment company um, because you, you give platforms to artists um, who need an opportunity for a safe forum. Now, now that's what I was going to ask you about first, you know, Superman Productions, but have artists, like I know like African-American artists experience and women experience a lot of discrimination, women experience sexism and comedy. Um, but there's also another level for people maybe on the spectrum or people that have other things going on, um, transgender, LCG, you know, different things. Um, they've received a lot of uh, backlash as well, I hear. And that's that's kind of what, so we did 
so it's crazy. This whole weekend, I've been at the festival performing and doing stuff, mm -hmm. but still Soup Man is doing stuff as well. Okay. So Friday, we did Black and Proud, mm -hmm. uh, Cynthia Bango, yes. Bango Entertainment, Cynthia yeah. in Public. She hosted it. Unfortunately, I wasn't paying attention. We couldn't get a crowd in there. It's technical difficulty on my fault, but right. we did this show. And KJ talked about our, our, our whitehead, our, our headliners, a trans woman in Chicago, talked about how she's been wanting to quit comedy and just even quit life even so much and just kind of profess their frustration with, you know, the being that way. Mm -hmm. um, I do a show called Autastic Artists where we spotlight artists mm -hmm. and I do my deaf show. And so that actually got me some quote unquote, and I say this not loosely, but got me fans in UK. Oh, wow. And so I did... Benny Benny shakes things up is a, is a show on YouTube a podcast right and Benny cerebral palsy and a couple other physical handicaps mm -hmm. and so you know he twitches and he's got kind of a speech impediment and he's British and he's got an accent but he's physically like you can tell he's handicapped you know what I mean right. like right. I pass as non handicapped because I'm deaf and I'm right. Asperger's. So you look at me and you go, he's normal. He's a good looking guy. He's a jock. He's normal. Mentally, I feel like a teenage girl. I have high anxiety, right? And then right. I don't hear half the shit you say anyway. So just, you know, why do you say that to me? Well, I thought you said something different. And I'm, right. you know, I just shut down, right? right? So with them, I'm now doing a show called Dating with Disabilities. Wow, really? It's going to be a transcontinental, full what? spectrum of disabilities. Get out. Podcast. This half is going to be podcast, freaking awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So half the podcast, everybody mm -hmm. on the podcast has a disability. When I say full spectrum, I mean both mental mm -hmm. and physical. Wow. And then also both people who look handicapped mm -hmm. and those who don't look handicapped, right? Because wow. I'm HOH. You can't look at me and think, no, I'm physically right. handicapped, but That's I am. Good. You don't look at me and know I'm Asperger's. Right. But if you know some of the smartness and the way I talk, you go, yeah, that there's something wrong with him. But you, <laughs> right? you, you know it, but you don't know it. You know what I mean? He so, didn't look at me the same way. No. Yeah, 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 right. Why is he like? I've had to, I've had a woman tell me before, take off your clothes, close the door, don't make this weird. You're staying the night. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she must be like, what? He's not yeah, like. That. I, would, <laughs> I guess that's what we're. Oh, all right. So you're not that impaired. You knew what she was talking about. <laughs> Once she said that, before she said that, I didn't know. I was just kind of. <laughs> you were like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was standing there in her in her doorway, like she so asked me to come back to your bedroom, or you showing me your new curtains. Like that's what I mean. She had to like tell me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but what was going through your head at the moment? Were you like, oh? Lord, thank you so much. <laughs> it just made my life so much easier. Because <laughs> now you just, just got to hustle it. You yeah. got to be like, hey, baby, you're so fine. Like, you don't have to do none of that. Uh, I don't know how to do that anyways. I know, but that's why it's hilarious. But when she said fun. that to me, I was like, okay, that's what we're doing. All right. I don't, all the questions just, all right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I get, nice I, dream. I, 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 a guy's dream is like a woman to be like, hey, you, come here. Take off your clothes. It's about to go down. People are like, wait, I don't go buy you a drink. I don't have to buy you dinner. Uh, I don't have to impress you. Like, that's it. Okay, let's go. So it's like, I think it's hilarious, but uh, I, I think it's awesome what you're doing. That podcast, let me know when it comes out because I got to listen in on that. That's going to be. So let, let me say even better. The way I've planned it and thought this out is we do the Autastic Artist Podcast every Sunday at 8 a.m. live. Oh, 8 a.m. Eastern Time? Pacific Standard. 
Wait, let me write so it's that. Early, it's early for us, but at, for the rest of the world, it's progressively later in the day. And it's called what? The autastic. Autastic mm. is the combination of autistic and unfantastic. The autastic? Artists podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm writing it. Artists. Uh, oh, Lord. Podcast. You know how you get the autastic. Uh, I said it right. Okay. That's just in case anybody wants to know what it is. I put it up there. Okay. That's awesome. So, so, um, <laughs> so that's every Sunday anyway. Yeah. That'll be the every first Sunday. So we're okay. only starting the first Sunday of the month. First. Then four hours later, we're going to do dating with disabilities, which is a more mature show. So you've got your morning show that you can see as a family. And then you've got your dating with disability shows, your teen to adult content at night. So every first Sunday, we're giving a, like a day's worth of entertainment to the autistic community, both family uh -huh. and adult. So that way everybody can get a little bit of everything. And everybody on the show is on the spectrum or disabled in some way, either physically or, or mentally or both. Uh, half the people are going to be in London, UK, and half the people are in the US. So you're wow. getting a full, you know, there's going to be a black trans dis, um, disabled person on the show. That's awesome. That's and from, that's from London. Um, they, you we find each other. Like I said, wow. somehow that's great. the one lady, Emma Blue Eyes, found Suitman because of Deaf Comedy Jam. Wow. And then they love what I was doing with the autistic artist thing. And they reached out for me to come on, and then I was going to come one day, and it was going to be like super in the morning, but it wasn't live. And Benny was like, you know, my co-host is a fan of yours. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if I got a fan, I definitely got to come back. I ain't heard <laughs> okay. that's, that's how you get me to show up. You tell that's me right. you got a fan okay. waiting to talk to me, I'll it's be here awesome. early, right? Yep. That's awesome. Wait, tell me about um, Soul Sister Sundays. Is that the one I'm doing? Yeah, that's the one you're on. It's it's, now, what it's is that uh, about? You're on. so I was doing raw comedy, which is ridiculously amazing women. Mm -hmm. Um I just felt like there were, you know, it's not dominated by white women, but it's it was hosted by a white woman. It had a lot of white women on it. And mm -hmm. I felt like what black women needed their own space. Mm -hmm. uh, we do. And there's a lot of reason for that. You know what I mean? Like it just it just Sometimes it worked well, sometimes it wouldn't. And it's not even always the white women's fault. It's sometimes the black women want to be shitty and petty towards the white girl that's on your show. You ain't got to do that. You, ain't got, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a one-way street. You know, yeah. the, the, the bittiness and pettiness of women, because it's not really, it's not racism. <laughs> sometimes it's just cattiness, you know what I mean? The sometimes, cattiness. Sometimes, but sometimes, but in comedy world, a lot of times it's, it's even how about this? In the comedy world, it's not even just pettiness. It is I, I know for me when I call a spade, I call it, it's a spade. It is nothing else but a spade. So if I say if I call someone out and say mm, they're being a little bit racist, it's not even this. I don't even like to use that word. It's like prejudice versus racist. They're trying to stop me. So let's say they're being a little bit prejudiced, or how's the word? They're not real. They're not realizing um, that they're not even doing it consciously. It's unconsciously that they're doing it. So like, let's say, like I've seen shows where they have like all white people or all men. And I'm like, in 2021, you're not thinking to put other on your billing here. Like, what's up with that? Like I, as an audience member, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch your show if you don't have a good diverse line. I'm not watching it. That's just me. I don't buy magazines. I don't watch television shows. If it does not have a diverse lineup, sorry, can't help you. 
Can't help you. Because I feel like contributing to all that. But women on these shows that I've seen, a lot of it is, mm, I, more, I won't say that. It could be cattiness. It could be. But you need Is that I'm not saying some of it is or isn't, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just mm -hmm. saying it's not all, right? Right. Right. And that's all I want to get at. And, and, and in my case, it wasn't really racism, right? It, right? In my case, on my shows, it wasn't racism. We'll put it that no, way. Definitely not. It was just more the cattiness of, <laughs> of of different people getting along that I felt like they deserved their own lane. Absolutely. And so Soul Sister Sundays was something. And then it just also the name of it. Mm -hmm. When I say Soul Sister Sunday, yeah, yeah. Look at you shaking. Uh, when guys hear it, I mean. Not trying to be sex sexualized women all the time, but even when guys hear it, there's a part of them that just thinks Soul Sister Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. You see a thick girl in a summer dress and just smile when you hear that style. You know what I mean? I think it's some some cooking that puts some thighs on me when I think Soul Sister Sunday. You know what I mean? Exactly. You gotta have good handles to handle these curves. You need some new tires. You know, that's the whole system. Whole system. I'm excited. So the kind of crowd, what kind of crowd is that? So uh, I, I, it's filmed with just mostly the comedians. I have comedians come in the room. I, I pump it up on, on live. Um, it's, it's streamed live for free. Yes. I had this conversation yesterday about sometimes we, we are elitist as comedians when we're worried about getting paid for entertainment. Because if all we're ever doing is worrying about getting paid, then that means those who can't afford to come to our shows never get to have joy. Absolutely. And it's usually those who are poor and can't afford our shows that may one. need to laugh the most. Yep. So let's stop worrying about everybody getting paid and let's make the world a better place. I've been time. doing it. I've been doing free shows and people are like, but it's supposed to be a fundraiser. I was like, we do the fundraiser by adding the link. If you want to donate, you do. But you can't. That's not that's not the basis in which you get to come to the show. You know what I'm no. saying? If you, especially you might have donated today and maybe you lost your job. I'm not going to come after you for money. Like you need, laugh should be free in my opinion. And we should figure out for me, for what I do, I have to figure out how can we, how can we get everything else we need and have people who are depressed or, or in this pandemic in a bad way still come out and laugh like for free. Now I have to worry about like, I don't have money to go to that. No, you should be able to sit in your living room and freaking crack up. Uh, so that's what I do. I'm glad you do it. Last thing I want to ask you about, because um, I know your time is so precious. Another well, we, got, we, got, we got a full 10 minutes. We still we get 10, 10 minutes. You got 10 minutes. Work. Um, so you um, went to the inauguration. Is that true? Yes. Oh, so there's, there's three longer. parts to this. So the, why was I able to go to the inauguration? Mm -hmm. Thank you to everybody who crowdfunded me. One of them is my good friend out of Portland, G. Wade. He's a comedian. When I told him about it, he was like, well, I'm giving you 200 off the top. So what? that's at least the ticket. You got to go. What? Now, I crowdfunded, I think, $600. I crowdfunded almost the whole 600 that got me there, that covered the hotel, that mm -hmm. covered the airfare, and that covered uh, me getting there. Get right? out. That didn't cover my food or whatever extras, my liquor, my tab, but I figured I'd pay that. But okay. The reason why they did that is in May of last year, I was at our riots in Seattle. Right. If you go to the Suitman Productions YouTube page, and I think I told you about that, and you watch it, you'll see that there's a ton of footage of me just in the middle of the riots. What? And so people, to see what's going on, because you go and you see what happens and you see all these things, but it's usually not what's really going on. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. I learned that from my cousin. He went to all the riots. And so after what happened, because we talked about, we talked after um, the ins the insubordination happened or whatever you want to call it, right? The resurrection. The Terrorism. Yeah, the insurrection, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, we talked about that. It just motivated me to want to go and see what was happening and all of that, but just really see how crazy it was. Wow. So wait. And there was like four stages to this whole thing. Okay. There was the I got there the Tuesday before inauguration, went downtown, and it looked like a ghost town. There okay. was nobody in DC. Yeah, they could they had to clear it all off. But there was nobody in the city. Yeah, I don't blame them. Why would you be there when you know you're gonna be locked down? Pretty but much. Why, but why are we unlocked? You get what I'm saying? Like, there's if this. They did what they did at the Capitol. I can't imagine what they do if they were allowed to just roam the streets regularly on inauguration day. Are you kidding me? I, they I, I agree and I disagree because. Trust me, that's where I'm telling you. So there's four parts to this. Okay. You get there the day before and you just felt this eerie feeling of some shit was about to happen. Because mm -hmm. like like you got at, there's the, there were double fence. There's the fence you couldn't get past mm -hmm. that was within the interior. Mm -hmm. And then there's a fence outside of that. So it was like a four block perimeter. The mm -hmm. first two blocks nobody could get into. The next two blocks you could security check into mm -hmm. and get a little closer. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt weird. And then to see thousands of troops and tanks and M16s out, mm -hmm. out, you know what I mean? Like that's not, it didn't make me feel any safer. Not very American. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's just yeah. not the thing. Yeah. And so okay. then the next day we went down there to go see it mm -hmm. and I walked down and I tried to walk across the Lincoln bridge and they only had one entry and you couldn't go across the Lincoln bridge. You couldn't get to Lincoln Memorial. Right. It was eerie, and it felt like something was going to blow up, and it felt all nerve-wracking. We probably would have if they didn't have all that stuff going on, in my opinion, but don't let right. me tell you. Yeah, right? It just okay. felt weird, right? Cowboys, you don't know how proud they are until after it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. boom, right? It's like, you blow up, kid. Uh, you, they had, and they had, like, hog ties. They had the little, uh, what you call them, bombs that they had to dismantle. I mean, so these people were really serious. So imagine if they had none of those um, things set up. Come on. And put it this way. They had the military um, sleep in the garage, um, which was crazy. Oh, there were people sleeping That's everywhere. Cool. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was, it well, was different. Well, I only have a few minutes, but I want to ask you a couple things. So you didn't have to get clearance because you didn't go up close enough. Nope. Well, we got, okay. we got so, like three parts away. Okay. Um, it wasn't bad. Um like it was that's what i was gonna say is the next part was is once the inauguration was over we were dancing in the streets okay we were okay. having a good time Dude. i've never seen so many little black women out for anything like there was so many and i was giving out my black and proud stickers uh -huh. to the little black girls they were loving them and it was just oh. it felt special you know what i mean like it was like obama for these little black girls you know what i mean to see yeah. a, a black woman become vice president Yes. It's equally as important. Well, as black, and black, man. black and yeah, yeah. A minority. I don't want to get yeah. into the, you know, splitting hairs like they did with Obama. Yeah, right. Man. But like, a minority vice president. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. And uh and she's an AKA. Um, let me stop. And so, okay, so the best part <laughs> uh, so the best part you saw was the the everybody being so into it. Uh, what was the most that was the most touching thing you saw? Uh, like, what was the most touching thing you saw? Uh, well, the um, for my brand was when I saw John Legend, and I got John Legend the shout-out suit man on my live video. Oh, so well, for me, 
That was that. That touched a special part of my heart. I think would have been afterwards. Um, okay. I'm sitting on MLK Plaza, right? Oh. And I had this crazy white guy come up to me, mm-hmm. and we we're just talking because we were all just kind of, we all celebrated for like two hours. We're all walking. I think you saw me walking around and enjoying it, and then you just kind of sit down and you go, "Okay, it's over," and it's like, ah, "Okay, back to life." Mm-hmm. And I was talking to this guy, and he was like, "Things have changed." Right. And when a white guy looks at you and says, hey, buddy, and has a talk with you and says things have changed, and he's like, I'm proud. I'm proud things changed today. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. wow, that was a beautiful conversation for this wow. Caucasian man to want to look at me and not, hey, buddy, hey, bro, right. just to give me that look and be like, whew, it's been a long day. A lot of things changed today, but I think they changed for the better. I like that. I like this. This is like, uh, that's a thing because I've had several people say that to me and they t- inbox me, text me and saying, you know, whew, I can finally breathe now and, uh, and no longer be uh, in this cloud of what's going to happen next. So I think that was genuine. I think that was really genuine. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. You answered my question that I was going to ask next. Did you meet anybody in what was the most prevalent thing? But that sounds like, like that was uh, it just felt weird. Like, I'm getting goosebumps telling you like it was there was a letdown that nothing happened. Oh. But we said there was that was a good feeling. Wow. Like we Oh, were, oh, like, oh I get what you're saying. So like so like you're like waiting, like, oh my God, all this is here. Maybe something's gonna go down and then nothing happens. So you're like, oh, all right. So I think I would be happy that nothing happened. <laughs> I'd be very, very happy. Did you get to hear everything? Um clearly, you know. Everything that no, was going I was on. I was walking around and, and, and interviewing stuff and viewing downtown. I really wasn't there to hear the inauguration. Oh, okay. I was there. I was there to show everybody what really happened, to be able to share this story, to be able to tell you about the Asian lady that was standing there cussing for seven hours about the new. There's literally one. Yeah, man, 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 man. For seven hours, I walked, came back, walked, came back. What was she was taking a break. I don't even know. I couldn't even understand it. But she oh, was man, I wish you didn't have to go. I would have showed that footage. Have I would have went to your, your YouTube page and showed that. because oh, that was like She was letting the people have it. You what? know what I mean? Oh, my Just God. The, the, you know what I mean? Because whatever her political agenda was, she was there screaming for six, seven hours about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, damn. I don't know how people get that enthralled in it. I just can't. I do. I mean, I was down there for nine hours about us getting shot and killed. So I get it. If you believe, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I wanted to go, but, and I was like, is it really worth it? Probably not. Uh, because I just don't have the patience for, for ignorant or stupid people. I don't have the ignorance. I don't, I'm not the patience. If you have an issue uh, and you're born with the issue, I have tolerance. But if you are just, you have all your brain power and you're not using it, I have no patience. So I didn't go down for that very reason. Although I, I would love to have been down and interviewed people, especially. <laughs> now you see my point. Yeah, yeah. You would have loved to have that 30 seconds to have. Give me that clip. You, know what I mean? like, you can't pay for John Legend to say suit man live. I'm pretty sure. Oh, what you was that? He, Why'd you get, how'd you get him to say oh, that? What was that for? I was, he walked past me as I was doing something and said hello. 
I was buying something from a vendor that was outside of the inauguration. Mm -hmm. And I was standing there just like, you know, as a fan with my camera like this, like, it's John Mother fucking legend. Like, and I was, I'm like, I'm trying to work up the nerve to say something and I can't. And somebody else said, hey, John. And he was like, hey, boo. And I was, fuck it. Hey, John, when you're bored later, check out Superman Comedy. And he turns around and goes, Superman Comedy? And I said, nah, suit and tie, you know? Superman comedy, and he goes, "Okay, Superman." <laughs> really? It's a, it's a little fifteen second snippet, but Who cares? It's a plug. You can't pay for that. It's a pl right. It's a plug. Who cares? It's that's fabulous. It's on your it's on your website on your um. It's on my Facebook. It's yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. I didn't put it on YouTube, okay. but okay, I saw. Yeah. But it's on your Facebook. I'm gonna check out yeah. your Facebook page. What's your Facebook page if if people want to see it? Superman Productions, like suit and tie, Superman Productions. I think I put that already. Productions. Yep. Or Dante Barnett. Just look me up. Everything's mostly Superman these days. Got it. So I know uh, that's awesome. You're you're amazing. I um, you have how many minutes yet? Oh, it's time for you to go. So I yep. I don't want to press you, but listen. Well, shout out real quick. Yep. Ahead, this weekend, um, mm -hmm. next week, I'm coming to California. Oh, so Cal if you're in Modesto on the 26th, I'll be somewhere on the 27th. I'll be in Lake Isabella on the 28th online. I'm doing, or, or sorry, 25th, I'll be in Modesto. 26th, I'll be in Lake Isabella. 27th online, I'll be in Dark Brew Comedy Show, which is our black comedy show for Black History Month. The 28th, we'll be doing Soul Sister Sundays hey. online. Hey. I'll also be in Stockton live on the 28th. Whoa, they just launched it. Yeah, they just launched another cut video out of me uh, where they're guessing who's high or not on YouTube. So search guess who's high and, and you'll see a cut video and you'll see Soupman on there. I've got all kinds of shit coming out. We're doing our Tastic Artists the first weekend of right, March. And we're doing Dating with Disabilities the first weekend in March. So well, go to soupmancomedy.com. We always got something coming. I'll be back on here next month. I always yes. love coming and chatting with you, all right? Thank you for chopping that up with me. I appreciate you so much, Dante. And I'm going to wish you the best for everything that you do. And I'll see you, uh, I think I'm going to see you in uh, April, May. I think May is yep, my yep. Before, yep. before we go, shout out, go on the Indie Media channel. Download the app so you can watch the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. I'm about to be on the Four Dad, Four India, Black Dads. India what? Indie Media oh. channel. Media channel. Okay, got it. I'm just putting it up there. All right. Yep. So, okay. Download that app. Uh, you can go on there. You can watch the Northwest Black Comedy Festival live. We'll be okay. starting the Four Dads podcast in about a half hour. We'll be doing yeah. their All Star Showcase in the, uh, so, about eight eight thirty. I'll be okay. hosting that, and then we'll have our award ceremony after that. Support awesome. Black Black entertainers. That's right. Thank you so much, Dante. You are the best. And you guys, thank you so much for watching again this week. Uh, I'm your host, I'm the Town with Tanya, and we are out. Uh, I will see you guys again on today's Sunday. I will see you again on Thursday. Bye, guys. And thank you so much, Dante. I'm going to wish you the best.